Hello and welcome to Being Naked. My name is Venus Kasselberg, your host, and I am so excited today to have Betsy McLaughlin here as my guest. Betsy McLaughlin is a beautiful soul who is kind and compassionate and is out there changing the world for the better, um, sharing her gifts, sharing her story to make a difference. And um, welcome to the show, Betsy. Thank you so much, Venus, for having me. What is what is <laughs> wonderful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> I just speak it from the heart. Um, so one of the things I like to start with with this um, show is uh, deepest barriers down. Deepest barriers down, even the ones we don't know about. It's an invitation to myself and to everyone else out there. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So Betsy, you have a kind of a unique story <laughs> that I absolutely love. <laughs> and I would love for people to hear more about it. Um, so I know a little bit about the, you know, the kind of the history of your story. Mm -hmm. um, but we can touch on it a little bit. We don't, you know, we don't need to take an hour to do it today. But um, uh Let's start with when you were 10 years old. <laughs> what happened when you were 10? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was put on my first liquid diet at the age of 10. And it kind of set. And, and I look at it, actually, and it goes. Even before that, my mother at one point told me um, that she had refused food for me when I was six months old because she thought my thighs were too chubby. So I think there's a whole lifetime of like this, this thing about deprivation and food and fight with my mother that, um, you know, and then I, I know I told you that my first memory of a diet and it, because it was this nasty tasting stuff was at the age of 10 where, you know, she had decided I was a little too chubby and I needed to lose weight. And so I was, you know, just kind of set set myself up for a lifetime of <clears throat> dieting and deprivation and, um, you know, just feeling different from other people and how come I couldn't eat what other, like the way other people ate and my body just did something different and, you know, just kind of had this whole thing with food and my body. <laughs> right. Well, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. And, you know, this this um, podcast, I named it Being Naked and really just discovering the gift of vulnerability. And so I want to mm. just start there by acknowledging you, Betsy, for being here and your willingness to be vulnerable and kind of share this story because I know you're not alone. I know you're not the mm. only one out there that had stuff projected at them yeah, and th that it went both ways, that yeah. some of it, you know, um, leads to... Um, massive weight gain some of it mm -hmm. leads to bulimia and anorexia yes. because of food stuff right yes. so um yes yeah so what so what happened and you can just do kind of like what happened for sure. your 20s and your 30s yeah you know? so I did just kind of you know I went up and down in size and I um I was a competitive tennis player and so I was exercising a lot and there was all kinds of points of views about, um, you know, what you're supposed to eat, how many 
hours a day you're supposed to work out, what you're supposed to work out, you know, all of those things. And so I had that. And, and then um, I decided I was kind of burnt out from that life and wanted a more, you know, and I'm doing air quotes, normal life, whatever the heck I had decided that was. And so I stopped with the um, competitive tennis. I still taught tennis, which I love to do. And um, then I fell in love and my in college and got married. And I thought I had to do all these things, give up things for my husband, you know, to be whatever I had decided the the right perfect wife was supposed to be. And I had cut, I started really cutting off so much of myself and I found comfort in food. And so I, and I had kind of always been a closet eater when I would get away from my mom. And so that pattern was very much established already and it didn't stop. And it just actually got more and more exacerbated of, you know, looking for food to give me what I thought it would give me. And of course, it never really gave me. And, you know, so it was just this, this thing. So with that, um, I also developed some health issues. So then I couldn't exercise and I was feeling miserable and in pain and had some surgeries and just different things that all, for me, the, the weight started adding to my body and more and more um and then unhappiness with my body and depression and all of it continued to contribute to exactly what I did not want to happen with my body right cuz you're resisting it but still yes creating it <laughs> exactly <laughs> don't, don't they say whatever you resist persists. yes and it, it's so true <laughs> yeah. and it's like oh my gosh I mean it, you know looking at things now you can you can see that clearly and you know when you're in the mire of it you you definitely don't always see it <laughs> right yeah totally. so um and then your first husband left you because yes yes he told me he was no longer attracted to me and walked out the door and that was devastating to me because i was supposed to be married forever and i was begging him to go to counseling and all the things and he basically was like i'm out i'm done and you know and so it was kind of getting myself back from there and rebuilding my life and reconciling myself to at the time that's what I thought I was doing of okay now I'm going through my life as a divorced woman and I'm supposed to be married forever what the heck am I supposed to do and um so that you know like and where I was with my body and my and my eating and my food and and so I would either be like on or off and what I mean by that is, you know, I was either committed to like some program or some great diet or, you know, this was going to be the thing that solved all my problems. Because, <laughs> of course, right. right. And I had bought, my mother had so projected at me that, um, you know, if I could get, if I had, if I was a size 10, you know, then my life would be perfect. And, you know, so this, I had this unattainable thing that I was always chasing 
for the perfect life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not alone, right? We're always trying to attain. I think for me, it was always, I was always trying to attain the perfect relationship. Mm. And then, then my life would be. Right. <laughs> so, right. Right. But isn't it interesting that it's never what's outside of you? Mm -hmm. It's what we find. Inside. Oh my gosh, that is so true, Venus. So true. <laughs> so just so people have a, kind of an yes. idea, what was maybe your highest and your okay. lowest in cool. those? Yeah. So um, I got I at, at you know in in my twenties and thirties, you know, like the lowest was for a very short time was probably like 160 pounds, something like that. Like I think at my, on my wedding day, uh, you know, I had starved myself to be about that size. And then, you know, at my highest, I um, was 500 pounds. And that was a after I had remarried and had a, um, a child and just continued to like, not be happy with my life and myself. And again, looking as Venus so eloquently put it a few minutes ago, like I was looking outside of myself for the thing, the solution, and I wasn't finding it. So, um, and I was just more and more miserable. And the way I tried to appease myself, I guess, maybe was, you know, through the eating and I would numb out. And I basically I used it as a way to check out of my life and numb out. And it never gave me what I th thought maybe it would give me. So um, it was just this. Yeah, not not a really fun time. <laughs> right. Right. So just for clarification, the 160 was your first wedding, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So how, and so he's out yeah. of the picture and you meet um, your second mm -hmm. husband. How did you I met him through a friend. It was actually a, a setup, which I didn't know it was a setup at the time. And I met him. And um, so that was, that was kind of fun. And that was at a stage where I was starting to kind of find myself again and be like, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't realize I was so disconnected from me. And I was having fun and kind of exploring who I was. And then we got together and had a lot of fun. And the next thing you know, I was pregnant. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> this was not supposed to happen. And what was really funny was I was not on birth control the whole time I was married. And I was on birth control when I conceived my son. So I'm like, okay, universe, you have a really weird sense of humor here. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> just goes to show you when the soul is ready. Oh, that's it will so come. true. And I'm so grateful. I mean, I you know that I didn't have to. Ha, you know, to have a child with my first husband would have been a very interesting and challenging time. And so I'm grateful that I didn't have to, I didn't have to navigate that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, <clears throat> so you were at 500 pounds yes. at the highest and, and then, and then you, I think, and then what happened? So I, I did some radical things on uh, some radical diets. Um, 
a liquid, a, a medically supervised liquid diet. I did a couple of times and had some pretty good successes with that and um, released a couple of hundred pounds and which made it a lot easier um, to navigate in a lot of things. And that, gosh, that was probably 10 years ago, something like that. Um, you know, timelines are a little, it's not like I've documented all of this. So I'm kind of going back with memories, right? right? Um, actually, no, gosh, some of it was actually longer than that because, um, wow, it's probably been about 15 years then because I, after I released some, uh, a big chunk of weight, then we discovered that I had breast cancer. And they were telling me, you know, that they probably wouldn't have discovered it if I had stayed the size that I was. So then I went through um, uh, a lumpectomy and uh, six months of chemo and six weeks every day. I mean, really intense chemo and then six weeks of radiation. Um, so I was, you know, I was really, really grateful to have released that weight so that we were able to, to change some things there. <laughs> and so then, um, I just kind of stayed the same up and down 30, 40 pounds for the last, you know, 10, 15 years and had, then I discovered the tools of access consciousness and, really I'm so grateful for it because it it started it really changed where I was with depression and anxiety and health issues and um so many things radically changed for me with that and um so this this in so many different ways and then this thing with my body was kind of this one thing that I felt like I couldn't quite get a hold of, I guess, for a lack of a better way to say it. Gotcha. And, but then there was, there was something pivotal mm -hmm. for you. Something happened. What yeah. was the pivot? So, um, what the pivot was, was, um, December of 2019. And I was in, I was starting to have pain and stiffness in my body again because I'd had it off and on and I'd been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I had migraines and all kinds of other things and uh but that had gotten way better way 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 better and then um the cold weather really ex it made the the pain and the stiffness like and one day I felt like my mom who is 90 years old and I said to myself, oh, my God, I feel as old as my, my mom. And when I realized what I was saying and projecting it myself and my body, I was like, hold on. No, this is not going to be. No, this is not my reality. This is not going to be my life. No, no, no. Cuss word, cuss word, cuss word, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. so that was, yeah. We, we all have those right? Jesus moments yeah. sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> right. like, oh, mm, 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 no. Yeah. So that was, that was my defining moment. And um, 
from there, I really just started having conversations with my body and, and like, oh my God, okay, I think I'm so sorry. I've been ignoring you and overriding you and been a controlling biatch and I, 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 we got to change this. What, 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 what's required here to change this is basically, and that you talk about the vulnerability with, I'm getting chills just saying this, like the vulnerability of me being that with me and my body was such a beautiful gift in like, wow, I've really messed this up. And there was absolutely no judgment from my body at all. None. Wow. That's kind of yeah. key there. <laughs> like, so does the body judge right. what we choose? And for, for me, it was no, my body did not judge anything. She's been like here, you know, through thick and thin, through literally, and with everything that I've done or not done, and she's here, you know, and it's like, dear Lord, I would not treat anybody else in the world the way I've treated you. And I would, if anybody else treated me, how I treated, you know, I'd be like, so not in their world. And yet that's what I was doing to me. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, something is uh, not adding up here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that. And it reminds me, like, even of mm -hmm. the earth, like a lot of people are like, well, we're doing so much harm to the earth and the earth yeah. isn't judging us. The earth is just here, still here for us when yeah. we want to choose it. Yeah. Right. Um. Wow, but it has no point of view. That's yeah. beautiful. So what happens now, like, like, so your body had no judgment, mm -hmm. but then did you choose to stop mm -hmm. judging your body? I did. I, I really did. I can't say that I am, you know, constantly, totally judge judgment-free. And when that, if something pops in, where I see something and I start just like, Oh, nope, sorry, body. Nope. I'm changing that. And now, and I just like switch it to what could I be grateful for? You know, my soft skin, my, you know, my beautiful eyes or whatever. And be then, so I shift the, any judgment that I might have of whatever and shift it to gratitude. And that just melts anywhere, any harshness or anything in my life, in my world that I might be projecting at my body. Mm, that's beautiful. And that's a little trick we'll share with everybody today is um, if you're in judgment of anyone, mm -hmm. anything, your body, your other people in your life, if you can just find gratitude, judgment can't live in that same place. Thank goodness. So, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, I mean, I've had that too with my body. Like I've, um, I've had skin stuff and, and the skin stuff for me has been um, kind of a thorn in my side, but what started to change it was, okay, what can I be grateful for instead of focusing on what I think is wrong or judging it? Um, beautiful. So folks just just so you know anything that you're going through physically or otherwise can be changed um and um, betsy has a five-day challenge coming up 
very shortly in the next month um, called Body Chat. Are you listening? And it's really designed to get you to the point where you're you're starting to talk to your body and be in communion with your body and and find out what it's saying, what it's talking to you about. Uh, Betsy, did you want to say anything more Thank about you. body chat? Yeah, um, I would just <laughs> say, you know, like if it if it calls you at all, I I um, one of the things that I've come to realize through all of this stuff and my total fighting against and resistance to what I actually know is it's like what you what if what you resist and you fight against is actually a strength that you've never been willing to in, to embrace and explore and so with everything that I know um, enjoy about bodies like I would love to contribute to what you might be looking to to change and um so just as a kind of a ps from De december of 2000 and what year are we in um 2019 i'm like wait um i i have within three days of having that conversation with my body i was out of pain i was out of stiffness um by listening to what my body was asking me for and i was it's just floored. I'm like, Oh my God. And so from that, I've just keep exploring and I would love to invite you guys to, you know, to come explore and play and see what we could all create together with our bodies and, and what are our bodies asking for and what, what questions can we ask and, you know, kind of just be with our bodies beautiful and that's april 7th through the 11th um so betsy how can they find you oh, you're so sweet thank you um well my website is creating yumminess.com and my email is access betsy b-e-t-s-y at gmail.com and of course i'm on facebook and instagram and all the things <laughs> Well, wonderful, Betsy. I'm, I, I'm truly inspired by your story, and I'm yeah. sure there's others out there too. And just if you're one of those people that have just felt like you're at odds with your body in any way, this might be something that would be fun for you. Follow it if it's light. Um, but either way, you know, if you can just practice, stop judging, and find gratitude. Yeah. And see what that might yeah. change in your world. And I will leave um, you with this question if, because when it when I had another like light bulb moment, I was like, oh my God, what if it's way easier than anything that we've ever decided it is? <laughs> and when I realized that, I was like, wow, I have so bought so many points of view that weren't even mine so you know how much fun can we all have in exploring our lives and making things greater and easier and more joyful and that's certainly what I have done in the last 10 years since I've um, just been on my my journey and if it's fun for you like just reach out and play with Venus or me or anybody else that may may uh just it in you know invite you to more of you 
And how much more <clears throat> joy can we bring to the planet if we were actually enjoying our body? Beautiful question. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. And I love your website. I love your Thank website. Thank you. Creating yumminess. <laughs> so, more yumminess. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Betsy, so much for this conversation and your vulnerability. Oh. It's such a gift. And yes. thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so oh, much, Venus. <laughs>